Good morning, friends. Pastor Chuck Blair here. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. It's wonderful to be with you today and, and sharing sharing some thoughts around, around some interesting topics. And today we're looking at cleaning out the closet. <clears throat> so, so a little background to this. It's, it's fascinating reading reading the Bible. We can read it sort of at a surface level or can read it for a deeper, deeper level. I've referred to this before, you know, sort of the Jewish concept of Midrash, very much part of a Christian New Church perspective. But there's a beautiful poetry underneath all this that we can take a look at. And uh, so today I want to I want to talk about one of those one of those beautiful poetic parts and, and some of the insights of it. For those of you joining us for the first time, we've been looking at the biblical story way at the beginning of the Bible. Adam and Eve, two sons, Cain and Abel. One representing, you know, our intellect. One representing our heart, and how our how our mind, our need to be right, can oftentimes overrule that that loving part, and eventually, eventually, actually kill it off. And there's a warning there, but there's also this part that that God is always holding it all, always holding it all, and and that in God's economy, everything gets moved forward, which I just I love, love, love that idea. So just a little, little short aside, you know, Cain, Cain does this horrible thing. Again, that picture of where our mind just starts to totally overrule our heart. And all we become concerned about is the intellectual side of things. And I'm not talking like the scientific side of things. I'm talking just the natural, physical experience that we have with our senses. That's just part of our mind experience, not part of our heart experience. And and you think about our culture. I, I think our culture really is in the midst of this. I mean, we really do not give love its due. I think most people are are far more worried about the physical side of things. I know I can definitely fall into that as well. You know, really, really focused around the physical side of things. We're totally missing out on the heart. And, and the heart stuff oftentimes is held as sort of light or, or glib or sentimental but not really having anything to do with life. I mean, you just look how we use that use that saying today. Is that realistic? Like, if if somebody talks about having a bigger heart, serving the world, and saving saving people's lives and all that, somebody inevitably will say, "Well, remember, you got to be realistic." And what does that say? That says reality is pretty dire, and that if you try to do the loving thing, that's not necessarily going to be realistic. And that's not to poo-poo realism. It's just to say, be careful, be careful with that kind of language. So. So what I want to talk about today with cleaning out the con the closet is this idea of, of that life inevitably uh, has these moments, has these extended seasons where stuff just is doing this. Now, from a Christian New Church perspective, we, we oftentimes refer to that as devastation. You know that we just, things sort of get devastated, which is a little bit of a harsh term, frankly, to my ears. And, and I think a better phrase might be cleaning out the closet. So, so what is what does that mean? Well, I, I know, like in our household, you know, every every few years the shed gets cleaned out. We have a little gray shed in our backyard. Stuff just gets thrown in there: suitcases, bikes, lawn equipment, uh, tarps, like everything. And, and what happens is we get it all nice and neat. And then over the course of a year or two, it just ends up stuff just thrown in there. And I'm as guilty as anybody, right? Like, like you know, it's like. I don't want to put it back. I'll just put it in the front and then I'll put it away later on where it's supposed to go. And so what happens is that it, it ends up being like this trash comp 
factor where just stuff gets put in the front, everything gets pushed back and ends up just being this mound of crap. And, uh, you know, <laughs> welcome, welcome to life. I imagine some of you have the same sort of shed that the Blairs do. And, and then every year or two, you know, my wife, who's far better at this stuff than I am, she says, okay, time to clean out the shed. And literally everything gets pulled out. I think that's the way life kind of works, right? Is, is we just lose track of stuff and we just keep on piling in, piling in, piling in. You know, the shed, the, the quality of life in the shed goes like this. And then eventually we get to the point where it's just, it's just time to clean out the closet. It's just time to, you know, pull everything out and, and start again. And, and listen to this little, little quote from Emilio Swedenborg where he talks about that. What he says, um, when a church has been so thoroughly devastated that no more faith remains, it makes a new start, a new light shines out. Now that that's God's plan, right? That, that, yep, you know what? All this stuff eventually eventually reaches its limit. And when it reaches its limit, it's actually, there's a, there's a seed right there, a seed that can start to grow. And, you know, there's, I mean, folks, there's, there's examples abound, you know, um, you know, I think about, about, you know, we have a family member who's just about to buy a new house and the owners are, are still there, but they've taken a look at it and they're so looking forward to when all those things are moved out so they can see what the house looks like without anything in it and then can start to plan and do something anew. I think that's our spiritual lives too. You know, it's our spiritual lives too. We get things so, we lose track and we get stuff so upside down and backwards and you know, we forget to keep first things recognizably first. And we get we get we get worried about this that, and the other thing. We have to just keep coming back and be like, oh yeah, this is what matters. This is what lasts. This is what counts. First things first. And all the other stuff we have to we have to sort of push aside. That's cleaning out the closet. Those it's easy to think of that as as a failure. You know, it's like when when things get devastated as as uh new church theology would say or or gunked up is probably a phrase i would you know kind of phrase i would be much more prone to use it's easy to think of that as a failure and it's really not it's it's part of the human condition we are going through this process called life and it is inevitably what we will do and 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 yet within that will always remain as we reach the limit there will always remain this invitation to something new and oftentimes we don't see that invitation until things are pretty dire, right? I think about a young couple who gets lost in work and raising children and they forget that there's still a marriage at the core of it. They can lose their way over time, right? Makes total sense. And, and you know, cleaning out the closet might be where they realize, no, we, we actually have to put some of this stuff aside. And, and it may, they may not realize that till things get pretty dire to where, to where the marriage might even be in question. And then they can rediscover each other in a, in a brand new way, come back to first things first, but this time with all the other stuff stripped away. So, so it's just a thought for today is, you know, I don't know where you are in that process. I imagine a lot of you identify with it. Uh, some of you may be well further along the spiritual path and it, it may not resonate as being true for you at this time. But if it does, I guess there's there's just, there's just the gift of patience, you know, just the gifts of patience. We can't, we can't push this process. Um, this is God's process. And, and it may sound odd. This is God's process, not ours. This is something that inevitably will, will, 
we'll come to a point where we're just like, yep, it's really time to clean out the closet. It's really time to start new. And, and to know that that's what God's been doing all along. Like even in all that darkness and all those problems, he's actually been planting little seeds the whole time. And that to me just creates a lot of beauty. In, in closing, you know, like last night we had a wonderful small group, just terrific small group. I mean, people from all over the country, from Connecticut to California, you know, just all over. And and we were talking about this kind of topic and how, you know, that's our life of faith, too, was, was essentially the undercurrent of it, was that our faith goes through the same thing. And that would be the context of, of Christian New Church theology around it. It, this is our life of faith. We'll, we we lose track of stuff. We believe it's about being right. We believe it's it's all about you know uh, uh, agreement around us of agreement around certain set things versus serving needs. You know that idea, that idea that that really our beliefs are here to to serve our to serve needs in the world. That's what's really important. We're not here to just serve beliefs. We're here to actually have those beliefs serve the world. And we lose track of that stuff. And, and God is constantly going to bring us back to first things first. So, folks, that's that's the thought for today is to just know this is this is part of the process. And if you're in the middle of it, stay tuned because something new is being born as we go about cleaning out the closet. So that's the thought for today, friends. And so with that, what we're going to do is we're going to do a little meditation. We're going to do a little prayer. We're going to do a little blessing. And then we'll say hi to folks on one of our social media platforms. So, so with that, friends, let's get a little breath. And listen to the bell. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am. Be still and know that I be still and know that. Be still and know. Be still and. Be still. Our Father, who art in the heavens, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, as in heaven, so upon the earth. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. May the Lord bless you 
and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you, bring you peace, and bring you home. Amen. So, folks, wishing you all the very best. God bless. Take care. Bye-bye.